Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. This is your main man, Ken Clark. Back in the booth with my compadres, we got the big Aristotle and Mike B. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? What up, Ken? What up, Mike B? What up, V? I love? What's going on? What up, Ken? What's up, JSU family? The big Aristotle, what's up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Hey, we 9-0, fellas. Hey, we back with another one. Hey, man, a historical year. Um, man, it's a great day to be a JSU Tiger. Um, first reaction, fellas. I'll let y'all jump right into it, and then we'll we'll talk about this this shellacking we just put on Texas Southern 41-14. What y'all got? Uh, another tiger mauled another tiger. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Moved the moment out the way. That's it. Yeah, on, yeah, on the road. Yeah. Trying to trying to be on the road to a perfection. That's all I can say, man. A win is yeah, a man. We didn't play our best ball. I think everybody can probably admit that. But still, you know, we we still came out with a dominant victory. Moving on ahead to uh, to Alabama A and M, man. That's it. Yeah, man. Um, tiger on tiger violence, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a good win. Uh, just like we had done so many times this season, we didn't come out, we didn't play our best game. We made a lot of mistakes. Uh, at times, we didn't play discipline. But uh, ultimately, we left there with a convincing win. So uh, you can't complain about that. I agree. I agree, man. Um, you know, another sellout. I mean, we, you know, one thing we, that nobody can deny is that our Jackson State, you know, faithful, we, we will walk into your stadium and take over. If y'all don't show up, we're going to show up make sure we, you know, this is a historical year for our Tigers. And uh, shout out to the Jackson State, you know, Tiger Nation that that went over to Houston. Uh, I think they, this was a sellout crowd for them. Fellas, they had 6,000-some fans for their homecoming. And then, you know, BBVA Compass holds a little over 22,000. We were in there packed out. The boom showed up. The boom showed out. Um, a lot of celebrities was on deck, as always, man. It just seemed like whatever the Jack State Tigers, Coach Prime led, you know, Shador and Travis Hunter and the whole gang. Um, the stars come out, and the stars came out in Houston, and it was a great showing, man. So um, got off to a really quick start, and then we kind of simmered down a little bit in the second quarter, man. So let's let's jump into uh, a little bit of meat and potatoes of, of, of kind of how we – we wanted to get out to a fast start because, you know, we was having some slow starts in certain certain games. Uh, but we kind of hit that low again and started doing what I say, a few goofy things here and there. And uh, like like Shaq just said, didn't play our best. But, fellas, we won 41 to 14 and we 9 and 0. And we still just don't feel like we really done put a whole complete game together again. So uh, let's let's dive into that. And uh, we'll start with you, Mike B. First reaction, though. Not really your first reaction, but just kind of how we started and, and we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, I was pleased with the start. Uh, we got off to a pretty quick start, 21 points in the first quarter. And, uh, you know, we ran the ball well, we passed well, we blocked well, we did everything we were supposed to do. And then at some point, we just kind of hit a low. And I think it happened, you know, with that drop pass 
Uh, I think that was who was that? Was that um, Cam Buckley? Buckley? That was Cam. That was that was Cam Buckley. Yeah, yeah, and it seemed like after that we just kind of kind of fills it out. And uh, I don't want to contribute totally to that. Uh, you know, Texas Southern did make some adjustments, but I don't think it was enough to really uh, stop us. Um, but you know, we uh, we we got back into the swing of it. We we finally figured out that you know, uh, Savion Wilkinson has the hot hand, and we just kept feeding him. Just kept handling the ball, and he kept moving the pile. And I think ultimately, um, to me, it seems like we could delve into this later if you want to. But uh, he's becoming the heartbeat of this, of this offense. You know, the offense is you know, running through him. Um, you know, the way he opposes his will. When, when you talk about dominance, anytime you talk about dominance offensively, you want to have a good running game. You want to have an offensive line that's that's blocking and is posing his will on a defensive line in that front seven. And we've done that effectively. And then we had a bulldozer coming through there. And you know, for two hundred plus yards, so uh, we could talk about that later. But uh, that's, you know, I feel like he's becoming really the, the, um, you know, what this offense is about, the identity of this offense. Hmm. Yeah. Not saying not nothing to get anything from Shadur. Shadur is still playing at a very high level. Right, right. We found we found another gym. I I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, um, I agree that 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 drop pass by Cam kind of deflated the team, kind of decreased them the momentum a little bit it kind of swung the pendulum if you will back to texas southern and they took advantage of it overall we we did a great job of controlling the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. as evident by uh, wilkinson having over 200 yards rushing for the total game i mean you can tell in the first quarter that the um the o-line was just going to manhandle the, those boards because they did a good job putting hat on hat opening holes i mean big holes too i mean savion had was getting five six seven yards a pop in the first and second quarter alone. So they get a, did a good job controlling the line of scrimmage. Defense kind of, you know, played, you know, some great ball, um, kind of missed some assignments, which led to uh, Texas Southern getting some easy points, played some undisciplined ball, um, not being able to, you know, stay off sides and, um, mm. and just being overly aggressive at times. I think we, we, we kind of left some gaps open for Texas Southern to take advantage of the middle of the field on a couple of run plays. Um, one of those that is that delayed swing pass to the running back in the backfield that we kind of overplayed. Um, and that just comes that, that just that's discipline. That's that's a man on man assignments and you just doing your job and making sure you stick to your man. And um, I, I kind of understand exactly what Coach D.C. now has been saying over and over again about everybody doing their job consistently, because right. if they do that, that play doesn't happen. Absolutely. We don't give up that play at all. Um, and so I, we're nitpicking now as, as fans because we have been conditioned to want perfection. And and I think this is what this is what the ultimate goal is for this team, is that limit your mistakes, play to the best of your ability, play for perfection, and let everything else take care of itself. And eventually it will. I'm still looking for that complete game, if you will, for, for this team. I don't think we've had it yet. I think we've been close. Um, but I think we're getting there. Yeah, I think we're yeah, I think we're getting there. I say, um, I mean, all great points. I would just say, um, I think our expectations has come from the coach. The coach has set Coach Prime has set the um the 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 thermostat on on the expectations from the fan base uh for this season. And he said he wants to dominate. Matter of yeah. fact, even when you go into his halftime speech, uh he was very, you know, it was very short and sweet. He was letting them know, look, we're not, we, 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 we don't want to be 
comfortable with just being good. We want to dominate, right? We don't want to just win. We want to dominate. So um, a part of domination is cleaning up those little things that we talked about, the missed assignments. I mean, let's just, we'll jump, we'll start a little different, a little unconventional than what we normally do. Uh, but let's talk about um, the penalties, you know, the penalties. Oh, man. We, 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 we had 13 penalties for 113 uh, yards that we gave up. And I would even say this, fellas, that the two penalties, there was two, well, I would say there was one penalty that led to a sustained drive where the defense had got off the field, we get an offside on uh, on special teams, which led to them getting the ball back, which eventually led to the first score. Then, you know, the second score came on a muff punt, which we really should have just fielded it. Um, we talk about being dominant in three aspects of the game. I thought special teams was, wasn't very good this game. Um, and it showed. I think special teams is the thing that really led to their points. Um, when the defense do what they need to do to get out the field and they have to play longer, that's kind of um, what where we found ourselves giving up the 14. But 13 penalties, 113 yards to uh, – they only had eight penalties for 65 yards. So uh, when you look at the stats, even though we had the ball longer, we had we, we won the time of possession, 34 minutes, 6 seconds. They had 25 minutes, 54 seconds. So – um, first downs, 23, 24 thirds, first downs to their 13 first downs, you know, our efficiency on third down. So the game within the game, the stats said that we dominated, but it's the mistakes, you know, the turnovers. We, we lost the turnover battle. We gave up one, one turnover and then we, and then we did not cause any turnovers uh, for them. So, um, so yeah, that's a, uh, but let's, let's do this, you know, Going into the opening of the season, uh, we had a first-team all-swag quarterback and then a second-team all-swag quarterback. We had Mr. Andrew Body going up against our very own Shador Sanders. And, um, fellas, we haven't given up a 200-yard passer all season, and the defense, despite some of the mishaps, still was able to maintain that streak nine games into the season, which I think is very impressive. Let's speak to uh, the quarterback play, and then we'll work our way into Mr. Wilkerson, because we got to give Mr. Wilkerson his own time right now, because he dominated on Saturday. Man, awesome quarterback play from Grown. Um, he did a tremendous job of taking what the defense was giving him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he had some wonderful, some wonderful throws that I wish, you know, if the receivers catch the ball, he passes for over 300 yards easy in this game. Mm. Easy. Um, but, you know, that's water underneath the bridge. Overall, he was consistent. Um, still had a little the ball a little bit too long for my liking in his day's game in a couple of plays. But overall, I would give him a solid B plus, solid B plus in this game. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that, that's a fair grade. Uh, one yeah. thing I want to see from him coming into this game, well, two things. Uh, no interceptions. I don't want to see any 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 interceptions or any um, you know uh, silly turnovers. And I wanted him to focus on not holding the ball as long and extending plays as much. It puts mm-hmm. your offensive line in a bad situation, which leads to a lot of penalties. Uh, it's hard for your offensive line to sustain if you're you know uh, if, if you're taking if you're holding the ball that long, you're not checking down, right. getting it getting mm-hmm. out to your hots and so forth. So, uh, but he did do a good job of getting it to to the hots. He got the ball to the tight end. Uh, I was really glad to see that those underneath Brock started to take advantage of those. And like and like uh, like the big A said, he just took advantage of um, what the defense gave him. He didn't try to force anything. He didn't try to play hero ball. So uh, it was a very good performance from him. It was if you look at the numbers, it, it doesn't really jump out at you and wow you. But you know, when you have an offense like this, 
you don't have to throw for 300 yards every game. You don't have to throw for 400 yards. You 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 do what 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 the offense needs at that particular time, and based on well how the flow of the game dictates. And he did a great job of doing that. Yep, 76 percent passing percentage, which is stellar. 23 mm-hmm. for 30, 252 yards, three tubs. Um, had a longer 38, and you know one, one was, yeah, one rushing touchdown. What was yep. really impressive, and I, and I know we're talking about Shadur. But can I get a shout out to DJ Stevens? Man, I'm so proud. Uh, yeah, of you, man. yeah, man. I, so I, I was you, like, man. that's one, that's one player we all happy about, man. Yeah, I, man. I, I, you kind of feel, hey, hey, you kind of feel bad for Kylie because Kylie's <laughs> like, man, why well, could get you know Kylie would love to have been played in this offense. Uh, DJ Stevens, yeah. man, three receptions, fifty-six yards, one touchdown, a beautiful flea flicker, man. So for everybody, oh, man. hey, man, you can be critical. Yeah. You got to get Coach Bartolone his, you know, his flowers yep. man, when you do that. That was yeah. a, that was a well executed play. I mean, it was wide open, and I, I like to see the razzle dazzle man and them to mix it up. But I mean, he, he didn't just go to DJ just on that one. I mean, mm-hmm. if we look at DJ's, let's look at DJ's stats for the season, man. And this is a tight end, and and, and look, we ain't dreaming. DJ got twenty nine receptions this year, man. Now, the yardage may not be uh, as high, 297 yards, two touchdowns, but he's averaging 10 yards of carry. I mean, 10 yards of reception, uh, which is phenomenal because all we all we really yeah. want, fellas, is to see the tight end being utilized. That's it. Right. It's pretty impressive. Right. That's it. Yeah. 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 And um, you probably can't find a number score, but I noticed that he's converted on a lot of those those third third downs. Yeah. You know, they just go out to the flat and, you know, he has great hands. He catches it. doesn't drop much. He don't drop much. Yeah, yeah, and and when it comes to um, pass blocking and run blocking, he does that very well too. He's an all-around tight end. Honestly, I think he'll probably get a good chance on somebody's roster over the um, over the summer NFL roster. Uh, but you know, he he's done a great job. I keep comparing his stats to the the kid in uh, at BCU, uh, Everett. Mm. And uh, the numbers the numbers are quite the same. And you know, Jalen gets in the ball, and Shador gets um, Steve with the ball as well. So. Um, I'm just glad to see him, but he's 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 just a clutch performer, man. On on those uh, third downs, I can't I can't recall how many uh, third downs he's converted on, but it, it's been a significant number. Uh, he's uh, very reliable, and it's good to see Shador that he's gaining Shador's trust and starting to throw the ball and he's starting to get the ball delivered his way more. Uh, Coach Bartolone is drawing up more plays for him, and he's uh, delivering. Absolutely, and, and when you break down the film, I mean, just just to kind of go back to Shador, like we said, seventy six percent passing, uh, two fifty two three touchdowns, four total touchdowns, uh, and when you compare that to an Andrew Body nine for twenty three, one thirty two, one touchdown, um, it's, it wasn't even close. I mean, and really, Shador's stats really uh, doesn't really tell the whole story because at the end of the day, even though he had a really good game. Man, that was something going on. I mean, he had a heck of a running support in this particular game. And, and I want to segue right into Mr. Savion Wilkinson, who had the game of, his, of the season uh, this, this Saturday. I mean, 26 carries, 214 yards, two touchdowns. And can we be honest, he really could have had a whole lot more. Uh, but I know this. Uh, and listen, speaking of Bartolone, very balanced attack this past Saturday. We, if y'all remember, remember at halftime, the, the rushing yards and the passing yards were equal. I yep. want to say yep. like 123 and 123. And I thought that yep. was uh, very impressive. So, But here's what I'm saying. When you have a running a running back that's rushing for 200 yards, I mean, man, you're not, you don't really need to throw for 300. You really just 
you can feed that bad baby to him. And we talking Savion Wilson uh, on Saturday. Uh, like I said, 26 carries, 214. And, and this is what's even more impressive. When he came to us from uh, transfer from Delaware State, he's already eclipsed his rushing yards from last season. And he's only 104 yards. I hope they get this out. Um, Savion Wilkinson is 104 yards from eclipsing 1,000 uh, rushing yards in the season. And it's been a very long time that Jackson State ha has had a 1,000-yard rusher in the season. And, fellas, he did this, and he didn't even start the first three games. No, that's correct. No. Wilkinson, yeah. man. <laughs> that's correct. And he could have 1,000 yards by halftime next week. Yep. That's a great point. That's true. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Very, very plausible. It's very plausible yeah, that he yeah, can have a yeah. thousand yards by halftime. Yeah. yeah, we are, we are, and, going uh, up, we are going up against a very um, lackluster defense with Alabama and them. So who knows what's going to happen in this game? Yeah, um, right. yeah. But I, I don't want to get too far ahead. I can't get too far yeah. ahead. I want to kind of, you know, savor in this, this, this bathing and victory. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but you know, Ken, Ken, you had a good point about um, Andrew Body. You know, I he, he's a good quarterback, but honestly, I wasn't expecting much from him. I didn't expect it to be much of a competition because our defense simply won't let it be. Our right. defense, you you're gonna have to look at at uh, at our common opponents and, and try to make an evaluation from there because our defenses are gonna let him be the type of quarterback that he is. Uh, I knew he was gonna get some scrambles. I, you know, they had to. Um, you know, the, the long the long play to uh, the forty three yard play there. But um I expected that, you know, he's a good quarterback. We, we can't get them all, but over over the duration of the game, I just knew he couldn't keep up with, with Shador. So it, it it's not even a fair assessment to judge him off this game because our defense is just not gonna, you know, let you be great like that. So um Man, we, we switched so many coverages in the in the um in the secondary that it's hard for a QB to get comfortable. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you may see you may see Travis and you may see um, everybody else on the island back there, um, Nugget on the island. And then sometimes, you know, they switch the coverages. Uh, they'll run a double coverage. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got Shiloh or the safety of Huggins back there um, and they're just swipping and swatting. And they swatting and uh, it's they, they switch so well, man, back in the secondary. And there I say it, I still think that they haven't they haven't played their best game as a unit. No, no, I still don't no, think they no. played their best game as a unit, and that's saying something considering how low we've we've held some of the teams to passing. You know, obviously, that's the D line has contributed to that, but still, this secondary is still playing, you know, pretty decent ball. They are not playing lights out completely, but they doggone sure close to it. Well, I mean, I think I think one thing to note in this particular game is that we were we were down two starters, and it just speaks yep. to the depth that yep. we have. I mean, John Huggins, Nugget. Uh, didn't play in this game, both uh, nursing some injuries. We do expect them to be back. Um, Travis is, you know, Travis Hunter will we'll definitely touch on, on his play, uh, which was pretty impressive, uh, both playing both sides of the ball. But it's still pretty obvious that he's still getting his feeding, uh, putting mm -hmm. uh, down on defense. And then Shiloh is just coming back. So you got Shiloh returning. You got Travis getting his footing. You got Nugget, who's a starter, being being out, and, and John Huggins being out. Which, um, and when we segue into the defense, that Mister Consistency, you know, the two faces of the defense. I think we it's pretty clear to say that Mister Aubrey Miller and Cameron Simmons Oh man, both you yeah. know Cameron led the team in tackles. I want to say with eleven tackles, and, and Aubrey had ten. Yeah, that's uh, correct. 
definitely um, showed up and, and did that part. Um, we saw a lot of, uh, of interchangeable pieces. It was good. It was good to see True Thompson playing. It was good to see Big Boosie out there. It was good to see uh, Big Country out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the defensive line. Now we're starting to see. Um, we we didn't re- we we haven't seen Julian uh, Julius Lewis uh, um, um, play much, which we but but it speaks to our depth. So exactly. uh, we play a lot of bodies on defense. A lot of bodies on defense. Um, but. In the end, you know what I'm saying, it really just comes down to being able to operate as a unit. So uh, I like the point that you made, but uh, with that being said, like I said, we Cameron had a great showing as well as Aubrey, but we want to talk a little bit about Travis Hunter, kind of get you guys' thoughts on that. Had an amazing Matrix-like catch, move out the way, let the buddy pass by, keep going. Uh, he just hey, – look, I, I actually thought he was going to get his first interception. Oh, man, he was so oh. close. That that reminded me when you was talking about that muff punt, that the play right before that was a misinterception by Travis. It was. Absolutely it was. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great point. Yeah. Well, I actually said that. I said if we get that interception, we're not in this situation. Yeah, so we're not in that situation. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Man, but Travis, yeah. man, Travis is a – I see why Prime said he's a one-of-a-kind athlete. One of a kind player, he is man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't I can't say enough about his uncanny ability and ball skills, and just f- his fluid and his fluid movement and agility out there on the field to just make one quick step and 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 just juke somebody. But the guy has some mad feet, man. Some mad foot skills. Mm-hmm. You can tell you can tell that he's really 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 close. Yeah, just breaking out like you can tell it. You can tell that it's starting to climax right now, and that he's starting to get real comfortable and getting his swagger out there on the field after being out for so long. But and I can't, I can't wait for him to get his first touchdown. Cannot wait. Yeah, because oh, I, yeah. I think, I think after that happens, too, man. the ball is just going to continue just rolling after that. Yeah, yeah. Travis a different dude, man. And uh, you, know, you look at you look at a place like he's at. He's at a different speed than everybody else. You know how on Madden, like when you play your little cousin on Madden, they'll be on you. You'll have they'll be on Rick and you'll be on all Madden. They just so much faster than you. That's, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I look with Travis out there, man. And uh, offense and defense, uh, four pass breakups. You know, mm. you you have DBs who starting to sweat. Good DBs who don't get four the whole season. He got that in one game, which which leads me to wonder why Body kept trying that man, but. Um, Secondly, you know, I mean, it's just it's just a remarkable stat, and you know, made some great plays out there. Uh, they 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 tried to get get it to guys on digs, you know, go routes, didn't work. None of it worked. Right. Uh, so he's just a. Um, I, mean, I just said he's a shutdown corner. You know, uh, you know, until proven otherwise, he's a shutdown corner. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, and moving right on uh, along, I know we touched on the defense a little bit, I, but I definitely want to. We're gonna move back to the office real quick because I don't I don't want to omit. I know we touched on DJ, we touched on Savion Wilkinson, and we touched on quarterback two, uh, uh, number two, Shador Grown Sanders. We got to get Shane Hooks, man, some shine. Man. Shane Hollywood Hooks had a phenomenal game on uh, Saturday. Two touchdowns, seven receptions, seventy six yards. I mean, jumped over a man, fought for some yak, fought for some yak, uh, and that that last touchdown that he caught when Shador put it on the on the line to him. 
Um, it, was that the first or the second touchdown? I want to say that was the second touchdown when he threw it over in the far end of the end zone. That was the second uh, touchdown. Yeah, that was the second one. Yeah, beautiful ball, man. Put it to where only the wide receiver can get it. Shane went up and got it. And uh, he definitely – I feel like Shane um, improved his draft stock on Saturday. Like he Absolutely. really showed yeah. he was the total package. We're talking 6'5", you know, right at 200 pounds, uh, good, strong hands, and his ability to get, get up the field. One thing I would ask Shane – I know, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Yeah. Get on up the field, man. <laughs> yeah. Stop going backwards, man. He's going that way. He's going the other way. I know he's trying to cheer him and make a move, yeah. but it's like, oh, get, catch that ball and get on up the field. And I say that because, I, you know, our leading receiver uh, was out for the game, Dallas Daniels, uh, who our coaches also said was a pro. Um, so we got three starters, man, that was down this game, man, that wasn't playing. So uh, I know Dallas is – we, we'll be excited to see Dallas back with the team in, in, in Mobile versus Alabama and them, but definitely want to shout out Shane Hooks uh, for his uh, stellar play on, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. The, the one thing I hate about missing Dallas is now uh, Xavier Smith for FAMU, he's going to run away with that, um, with those receiving, um, uh, lead, leading, lead, re, leading receiver role for the remainder of the swag because he's, he's ahead in um, yeah, he yards, receptions, and touchdowns. But yeah, you know, Dallas, Dan was right behind him. You know, Dan was right behind him. But uh, that's going to change. But other than that, you remember when we did the um, the preseason show? We all predicted. Well, some of us predicted Shane to be the um, the offensive player of the year, not named Shadour Sanders. Yep. And, uh, yep. So, 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 um, what he did on Saturday was not. You know, it, it wasn't anything that I wouldn't expect. You know, I know he's healthy now, so that type of performance that I expected from him. But yep. uh, yeah, he's got got to stop running backwards, man. You got you know. I, I, I know you're trying to make a play. I love that. Now, uh, you know, sometimes early in the season, you know, he, you know, they, the defenders were able to strip that ball away. He's worked on that, but you know, now we just need to work on, you know, uh, instead of running back, we just kind of backpedal into that and move them chains, you know, because I think hey, I think you lost the first down one time like that. Yeah. Hey, it's time for him to do that drop step move that they taught us in basketball. You got to drop step it back, man. Just yeah. turn, turn the hips and, and head up field, man. But overall, man, Shane, Shane played a stellar game. You know, definitely a highlight-worthy film uh, with him jumping over the receiver, you know, and shedding a couple of tackles after that, fighting for extra yardage. Um, obviously, the the over-the-shoulder catch in the back of the end zone, which is probably the highlight catch of the game. Um, but then you also have some other yak yards that he had throughout the game where he was cutting back across the field, which was pretty impressive for a guy his size. So, um, I think he's starting to put it all together, Ken. And so, I mean, Ken and Mike. I think he's starting to really come into his own, um, and and he's starting to really mm-hmm. solidify that number two receiver on the team opposite Dallas Daniels. I mean, he really had his chance to sign, shine with Dallas being out. But I kind of I tweeted this a while back, and I I tweeted this to you, Ken, and I said I can't wait till we start playing this pick your poison receiving core. Oh yeah, like, break it down. Uh, and that that pick your poison lineup is Shane Hooks on outside on one outside, Malachi Wyman on the other outside, mm. Dallas Daniels in one slot, and obviously Travis uh, in the other position. And mm-hmm. you know if 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 you put that lineup in, all of those receivers are I mean they're gonna get one on one coverage. You know what we haven't seen a lot of is five wides. We haven't seen yeah. a lot of five wide receivers set. 
Take that same lineup you just said. Take DJ out. Take Savion out, and you put Kevin Coleman in there with. Oh, uh, it's that's just nasty, yeah. man. Can you imagine nasty. Yeah, that would be pretty impressive. Uh, of a, yeah. of a Col- Coleman or Rucker, yeah. Coleman yeah. or so. So speaking of Rucker, and I'll say this: I, I wanted to definitely mention some of the players that I, I was happy to see on the field. I was happy to see Rucker get that start, man, and got his. You know, he got. He only had one reception. Yeah. Um, uh, one reception for uh, nine yards. But another player that you could tell the coaches really wanted to get involved, Quay Davis. Quay Davis. I was about to I was, say that. I was Quay so Davis. happy to see uh, these players because you you want to see them get uh, get their turn, get their chance, and they and they, and they make make some shape, you know, make some uh, work with it. Quay had three receptions, twenty two yards, um, and a, a shoestring tackle away from going into the end zone. Yeah, two screen tackle away, almost actually, had it. and actually had one rush for five yards. So uh, definitely kind of have that Debo Samuel role. And you know what? These players, if if they were on any other team, they would probably be featured throughout the game, and we have a, a, a lot more stats. But one of the things about playing at Jackson State, you know, um, it, it's, it's definitely going to get spread across because we got a lot of depth on offense as well as on defense, man. So uh, definitely a really good day. Like I said, forty-one points, but that was a quiet 41. It was a 41 after, you know, we, we finished with 41 points and we and we scored 21 in the first quarter. So, you know, we really felt like uh, it was going to be a, a, a one of those, I would say, Alabama A&M type games. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to say pun intended because we had Alabama A&M Saturday. Uh, but then in the second uh, quarter, we just, we kind of just looked. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I think we uh we 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 tend to get got a little lax a little bit and uh really tried to um like I said, it, I, I think that the the turning point was maybe the drop ball, but one of the things we uh we 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 got to do is just, you know, we got to clean that up and and continue to dominate all four quarters and all three phases of the game. Like I said, uh the cool thing about a game like that is you get to um, you get to clean it up, and you get to come go back and 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 do it all over again. And we get to do that again on Saturday. We go into Mobile. This is actually going to be a home game away from home. Of course, uh, uh, this game will be played in Mobile, Alabama, at Lab People Stadium. And you know, we're expecting another big crowd, home of our very own Hall of Famer Robert Doctor Doom Brazil, and uh, had a hand in 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 getting this Gulf Coast Classic. Uh, game uh, played again. I know we, we 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 didn't like giving up a home game, but look at it like this: uh, for our Tiger Nation, we really we, we still got a home game left, and that's the SWAC Championship play uh, coming up. So um, this game, Alabama and them last time we played them, it was their homecoming. It was in Huntsville, but now we got a familiar face that's that's playing quarterback for Alabama and them, uh, Quincy Casey. This will be our second time playing against the. One of our former JSU Tigers, and I think it's going to be a little bit exciting. I don't think this team, this Alabama a and team, host to kill glass is, is 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 a team that is uh, that many are expecting to beat us. But we got to go play. You know, it's still football. We still got to go show up and do what we got to do. Uh, nobody's going to lay down and let us uh, just come in and take it. We got to go get it. So, um, real quick, you know, before we get out of here, quick thoughts on on the game coming up versus Alabama a and yeah, well, I'll um, say this. Uh, you, you know you're an OG when you can uh, move a home game, you know. Shout out to Bob Brazil. I know that's his hometown, so he's a guard <laughs> there. And, and <laughs> you know when you, when, you, when you can say, hey, you know, I know y'all got a game in Jackson. Let's 
let's, let's bring things on down to um, LA, right. as they'll say, Lower Alabama. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it made sense that the Alabama AM game is usually not one of our, you know, more well attended games in Jackson. We pretty much already clinched. So, um, you know, most fans probably will be motivated to come to that game. They'll save the money for, you know, the Swag Championship game or Atlanta and so forth. So, and we do have a, um, a ton of support in Mobile. So um, I, I think I think that was a good move, really good move to um, to take that game down there. And as far as the game itself, um, I'm expecting something similar to what happened last year when they had a kill glass. Now they don't. Uh, a, a, a good quarterback can mask a lot of things. And so now that you know Glass has um, has left, graduated, uh, you know we're seeing things uh, manifest with, with the Alabama A&M team that, that you see now. It's uh, very pedestrian. Um, you know, glad to see Casey getting an opportunity elsewhere to play, but um, it's probably not going to be a good showing for him um, next Saturday. Yeah, he's going to have to be dialed in. They've been very inconsistent on offense as well as um, kind of predictable. Um, as far as defense, it's kind of middle of the road, middle of the pack. Uh, they do a lot of blitzing. Um, they try to, you know, they got this funny little lineup where they, the, the, the D linemen and the linebackers, they kind of rush to the line of scrimmage to try to catch you off, kind of try to catch the O-line off guard. But, you know, are, are they an improvement defensively from last year? Yes. Uh, but I still expect Jackson State to kind of dictate the tempo of this game and really control the line of scrimmage and make Quincy uh, and that offense very uncomfortable and one-dimensional. Um, okay. Yeah. I like how nicely and eloquently you put that. That's that Jackson State education, homeboy. Go ahead, go ahead. They lost the Valley. <laughs> that is true. That, that is. That's true. Hey, I'll say this. I, I don't think we'll be giving out no pink scooters this time around, uh, this year. Uh we'll but win a match. We'll give <laughs> I know, right? Uh <laughs> he got you know, his and hers, yeah. There it is, man. I you know what? I think I think um this game is definitely a game that we should go in and dominate. I won't. I won't yeah. bunch down on it. I, you know, I know Corey usually does the preview. Um, we look forward to having you know their media uh, personnel come on Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club and speak to their program. Uh, but I think uh, with everything that we've seen, uh, we should go in and, and and handle business and give a good showing to the to the uh, the, the, the locals in, in Mobile. You know, I, I call Jackson State the greatest show on turf right now, uh, or should we say grass? Whatever you know. Uh, nevertheless. Um, I'll say this and we'll get ready to close it up. The beauty of it is, is that we have a chance now, fellas, to do something we've never done before. And that is mm-hmm. 10 and 0. We're 9 and 0 right now. And man, 10 and 0. It, it, nothing. The only thing better than 9 and 0 is 10 and 0. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I look forward to the, to our JSU Tigers going in, handling business and, and definitely being able to come back and do what we do again. Sit down and recap it and talk about what we did well, how we dominated, and hopefully we'll be in a scene, a, a, a much cleaner uh, product than what we saw on Saturday. Like I said, we won 41-14. We, we're ecstatic that we're 9-0, but we're definitely looking to go in and make a statement on Saturday. Yeah, and I think we're going to make that statement. I think I think it's going to be a clear, decisive victory, and you're going to probably see that in the first quarter. 
Um, I'm hoping the guys come out clicking on all cylinders, execute. Uh, I only want to see one punt in this game, and it's at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I like that. If we can keep Sam Johnson and Lane McGregor on the sideline, we're doing our, we've done our job. We want yeah. automata yeah. or automata yeah. to kick nothing but field goals, extra points, that is. Extra and points. We, get, yeah. we, get, we let Gerardo Baser kick it off every time we score. Uh, I hope we put up a lot of points, man. I think, um, you know, as we get ready to finish the season, one last thing I'll say, and then we, and we, and we can get ready to close it out. Shador is definitely on the brink of history. Uh, having a really good season. I know his stats will be a little bit better. Like I said, we talked about some of the drops, but uh, sitting around 2,700 yards, uh, 27 touchdowns, five re uh, receiving touchdowns. So uh, these last two games against Alabama A&M, as well as Alcorn, uh, I, I expect your daughter to ball out as well as Mr. Wilkinson. So it, it'll be pretty, pretty awesome to have uh, two amazing uh, uh, staples on offense, but that speaks indicative to, uh, the type of team that we have. And if you got a team that's 10 and 0 and dominate, obviously you got some players that it's going to be up for some awards at the end of the year. But uh, anything else, y'all got anything else you can add before we go ahead and close this bad baby out, man? Nah, man, uh, look, we're, we're on the verge of making history. That's all I could say. I mean, first time in history, Jackson State is 9 and 0. Um, we got to keep the ball rolling, keep the momentum, um, keep striving for perfection, um, and keep um, keep holding these teams um to to low productive um outcomes in every game so i'm proud of the team proud of the coaching staff proud of the jsu family and more importantly i'm proud of all of us man because this is um this has been one hell of a journey so far for us absolutely fact fact yeah, yeah uh, how much more to come all right well that that'll do it for this this episode of tiger talk with the 1400 club and to all of us those that are tuned in, if you're not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Be sure to also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, every major podcast outlet. But now you get to see our Jackson State memorabilia. You get to see the flag. You get to see who is swag. You get to see the 1877 on YouTube. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Go Tigers. D.I. Love, baby. D.I. Love. D.I. Love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.